team coming back with a win all right we sweep the providence friars say goodbyers to those losers send them back to providence um in a really demoralizing loss for them a great comeback win for our johnnies a game of two different halves the first half we were heavy in the feet didn't look like we had the energy that we need to play the type of style we've been playing when we've been successful successful which is up and down pressure defense um you know a lot of excitement, a lot of energy, and we were kind of slow to start the game. Ended up being down 41-30 to 30 at the half, and it didn't look like it was a game where we had it, to be quite honest. Uh, our guards in the first half were not great. Without Posh's energy, without his ability to set other guys up, we didn't look like the team uh, that we had been when we were playing well. And Providence has that mismatch with Watson, and they were exploiting that first half. And if you would have asked me to make my prediction in the first, at the end of the first half, I would have said much more of the same. Uh, I didn't see us come back to win, and I definitely didn't see us come back to win this handily. 81-67, to 67, we win by 14 points going away, honestly. And um, the story is the guards. Rasheem Dunn and Greg Williams were a no-show in the first half, and in the second half they were the two best players on the court. And because of that, we got the win. Um, in the first half together, they were two for 13, combining for five points. Uh, unless they had some free throws in the first half, I can't remember, but they were two for 13 from the field, and I think only five points together. In the second half, they were 10 for 13 from the field for 31 points, nine for nine from the free throw line, played absolutely brilliant basketball, made tough shots, big shots when we needed them, and as, without those two guys, we'd be dead in the water. And uh, they were getting plenty of criticism throughout the first half, myself included. Uh, shot selection, not making shots, decision-making, turning over, not bringing the intensity we needed, not stepping up as uh, you know, leaders, as upperclassmen, as guys who are going to have the ball in their hands. And they answered the bell. And we get a big win against Providence. We get to 9-9 in the conference and a chance to get as high as finish as high as fourth in the conference. Um, finish above 500, playing against Seton Hall, a team that's really going downhill, and we don't want to give them a chance to salvage their season. And we have payback on our minds. Got to get that win. But tonight really was the story with the guards, and it's great to see because without Posh, it was going to be hard to see where we'd turn. If those guys didn't step up, where could we go? And thankfully they did. Uh, in the second half, we were down, I want to say it was 49-43, to 43. With about 49 to 42, with about 13 minutes left, and then Greg Williams had that nice drive and dunk, and then he hit that corner three, a five-point little spree to bring us within two points, and then from there we played back and forth for 10 minutes, and then we really jumped up for the lead. Uh, it was 65-60 with five minutes left after Cole had that nice dump down pass to Moore for a dunk. Moore had another big game, uh, 10 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, uh, four for six from the field. Erlington had two points, four rebounds. Wasu, six points, two rebounds, uh, one assist. Wasu had some big buckets late, some good plays late. He struggled early on, uh, but he finally got his feet underneath him and provided some good minutes in the second half. Uh, Champagny was Champagny. He only took nine shots. He had 16 points, 10 rebounds, huge on the glass, two assists, two steals, a block. Only one turnover. He had a great pass to Roberts, who fumbled that pass in the second half. Uh, we did miss some easy opportunities uh, inside the paint even, but um, thankfully it didn't come back to hurt us. 
Uh, but what really changed? In the first half, we were settling for jump shots. Far, far too many times we come down and take the easiest shot we could take. It just happened to be a long jump shot. And there's a reason why they're open, guys, because Providence was willing to let us take those shots. And it wasn't that we started making those shots they were giving us to turn the game around. It's because we started to determine we wanted better shots and more opportunities closer to the basket. So we got into the paint. We got to the rim. All right, we got some more free throws because of that. We got easier baskets. And because Providence had to, uh, you know, counteract to that and start playing us on the drive and uh, slide their feet more to help towards the basket, we were able to get better looks on the perimeter. And Greg and Champagne hit some shots, and Dunn was able to hit that one buzzer beater three at the end of the shot clock, which was a huge shot. Um, and we were able to create some distance between Providence and, like I said, get a big win. And it's awesome because Providence is a team that we seem to struggle against in the past, you know, five to six years, especially under the Cooley regime. They've had our number. And to sweep them this year with Coach Anderson could be the signs of maybe uh, a turning of the tides against Providence. And Providence, Marquette, Seton Hall, those teams are the teams we really have to leapfrog on a consistent basis before we can talk about competing with the Creightons and the Villanovas um, at the top of the conference. you got to really switch the script with those teams. So sweeping Providence, playing Xavier, playing uh, Marquette, playing Butler tough each year, and being in a consistent battle or being above those guys is really, really the first step we take to being more of a consistent program. So sweeping Providence is huge. It gives us, gives us the first sweep, I believe, this year, right? Because we didn't sweep... DePaul or Butler, and we don't have a chance to sweep UConn. We can't sweep Seton Hall. That's our only sweep of the year. Um, but we got to get this win against Seton Hall to get the above 500 record. Um, what else? Uh, I thought, you know, it was good in the first half. Williams came out aggressive, I thought. He was one for six at the end of the half, but he was aggressive looking for some shots. There were shots we wanted him taking, he just didn't make them. Uh, Dunn, on the other hand, he was one for seven at the end of the first half. He was taking some shots I didn't think were his best shots, you know, deep twos earlier in the shot clock. Uh, the second half, they both got going go, going towards the rim, and it was able were able to get some shots inside the paint, uh, the shots that they are able to make, and then... Um, Greg is such an awesome shooter when he's open and he starts feeling himself. You can see it in his eyes. So he, Greg finished with 15 points, Dunn finished with a season high 21 points, and the game ball goes to those two guys. You know, Rasheem Dunn gets a lot of credit for being able to, you know, block the noise out and just continue to play. Uh, I know um, I've been on him a lot and he continues to shut me up. So uh, I'm going to maybe just, you know, keep my mouth shut about him and uh, cheer him on. And, I, and it's not that I'm not a fan of his. I am. Shot selection gets me going sometimes. But kudos to him. Kudos to the team. Uh, let's look at what's going on. Uh, Team-wise, we shot 46% as a team, 25% um, from three. We were 77% from the free throw line, 20 for 26. Providence was only 7 for 13, so we doubled them in free throw attempts. Cooley was not happy, but screw them. They were only 4 for 23 from the three-point line, so our three-point defense uh, increased considerably over the last few games. That's good to see. Providence finished the game 43% after shooting uh, 50% from the field in the first half. We were at 37.5% from the field at the end of the first half, finished at 46, so we shot really well, all things considered. Uh, in the second half, overall, we outscored them 51-26, to 26, so complete domination the last 20 minutes, really the last 15 minutes of that game. Um, tough if you're a Providence fan, but who freaking cares? Right, 
I mean, come on, forget about it. And we're still holding on hope that uh, if we finish really, really strong, that starts with a win against Seton Hall, and then who knows, two wins in the Big East tournament, tournament, um, and you're hoping you have a chance to hear your name selection Sunday, or you know, screw it and win the Big East tournament, and then you don't have to wait around, uh, punch your own ticket. But it's good to get this win and hopefully get this momentum going towards playing what we were uh, pre the Butler inbounds pass. Uh, hopefully Posh can play against Seton Hall, if not playing the Big East tournament. Uh, most importantly, hopefully the thumb injury is not something that lingers past uh, this season. So we got Seton Hall on Saturday to close out the regular season uh, revenge game. Uh, I'd love to see Champagne be more aggressive. Uh, nine shots tonight is not enough. The leading score in the Big East, uh, clearly going to run away with it. Uh, 16 points, 10 rebounds tonight. Nine shots. Let's get at least 15 shots. Okay, At least 15 shots. He can hit threes. He can hit twos. He can get a little step towards the basket. Need him to be more aggressive. Got to go point for point against Sanjo. That's the battle we need to win. Um, Sanjo really killed us the first matchup, and we got to do a better job. I think with... Uh, you know, Wusu is so so much shorter than Sanjo, but he's got muscles and he's got a body that can bo- uh, bother him on, you know, those like mini, mini post-ups that Sanjo killed us on in the first game with uh, Wusu being more a bigger part of the game now. I think that might help defensively against him um, uh, more, better now. Hopefully defensively that can help. But that, that matchup against Sanjo killed us in the first game. We got to see if we can do a better job and hopefully... Hopefully get to 10 wins. That'd be awesome. Reach 10 wins. Beat Seton Hall. Um, don't get swept by anyone in the conference. That's That would be it. I don't know. We did get swept by Creighton. Those those bastards. But um, that'd be big. Okay. That would be big. Uh, but anyway, guys, it's getting close to the end of the regular season. And I wanted to say thanks for tuning in. Uh, I don't know why you guys keep coming back, but it's awesome. All right. I've been having a lot of fun. I hope you guys continue to keep coming back. Uh, shoot me a tweet. Our DM, whatever the fuck they're called, uh, email, um, whatever you can do. This is 2021. You guys can get a hold of me. But anyway, thanks for listening. This has been the Red Storm Rapid Reaction Podcast. For Pat Kane, I'm Lamont Hamilton. Peace.